Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. We're going into the TARDIS, the journey to the center of the TARDIS. Oh, it's a Matt Smith one. I'm so excited. start with a big spaceship. I love a big spaceship. Oh my God, it's so exciting. Um, And I love the, you know, it's a very quick moment. It's just like big spaceship and now we're inside. But I, uh, when I was writing Outland, I, which is a comedy series I did a long time ago, if you want to dig it up on the iTunes um, or the Google Play, uh, I wrote this thing about a, <laughs> a tram. So it was like, you know, there were science fiction fans, but we were trying to put them in the the mind of like, you know, what it was, <laughs> what it was like to to be in a science fiction show, even though they were not. <laughs> so this tram was meant to arrive, and my character and Toby Droslov's character get on the tram, and in the script I wrote like like the opening of Star Wars, and it's just a long pan along the side of the tram. And our gorgeous director, uh, Kev Carlin, who has directed a number of episodes of Wentworth, um, like he would do the first two and the last two every year for the first few years. Um, he kind of like set up Wentworth as a director. Uh, anyway, Kev uh, was like, yes, all right, so that's good. But I've seen Star Wars. It's underneath, not not along the side. So he found a place in Preston where they uh, do repairs on trams and they go into a pit under a tram. So he filmed under an actual tram going overhead. I know, amazing. And because John Williams in Star Wars had been riffing on Wagner, uh, Kev decided it would be appropriate to play Ride of the Valkyries as the tram went over and everyone would just go, yep, that's Star Wars. (laughs) 
I love that you can write something on a page and then a director can turn it into something even better than what you imagined. Anyway, uh, we're not talking about Outland. We're talking about Doctor Who and it's barely started. Oh, this is going to go for about 12 episodes. Um, Anyway, it's a big spaceship and then we see a picture of these three guys on the wall. um, Possibly brothers. Who knows? Uh, Two of them are asleep and one of them is polishing a bit of tat and his eyes glow green and he has like a heads up display. I know, awesome. Um, he's, he's like living his own video game. I love a heads-up display. I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed again. Uh, and I'm now playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is the ancient Greek one. Um, and the one thing about Assassin's Creed, like, because they... I always hate when they go to the modern era and show them flipping back to the past, but it is a really good excuse of why there's a heads-up display, even though you're being um, someone in history. Anyway, uh, there's a heads-up display. (laughs) I'm having one of those days where I barely talk about the episode. Um, I had too much coffee. You could... Keep buying me coffee. This is fun. Um, <laughs> so there's a computer voice and starts announcing that there's salvage. Uh, so one of the other blokes is up, the tall one. Um, and he's like, oh, salvage. Uh, he calls the polisher an android um, and says, uh, and, you know, the guy's gone, look, the scanner's picture. And he goes, yeah. He goes, but, but it looks like junk. And he goes, yeah, well, you know what? Even though it's probably not worth anything, we're too far out to have much choice, so we're going to have to get it. Next thing, it's the TARDIS, and it's spinning. Woo! Um, Clara and the Doctor are inside the TARDIS having a fight. She thinks of the TARDIS as an appliance, so she clearly hasn't been on board very long. Um... Uh, the Doctor's furious and he's like apologising to it. <laughs> uh, then the spaceship opens up like a big mouth at the front of the spaceship. It's got like a mouth. And it looks like it's going to swallow the TARDIS. And the Doctor's like, oh my God, the shields are down. She's like, oh, is it my fault? I, did I press something wrong? Um, the TARDIS starts blowing up. It's, it wouldn't be an episode of Doctor Who if the console didn't spark. Uh, then they get the opening credits. Speaking of sparks, there's a lot of sparks in these opening credits. I forgot about those. Um, the TARDIS... Uh, is sucked in by a big blue wave thing and then it's uh, grabbed by robot arms uh, and then it's just lying in a pile of cables which look like they've all spewed out of it it's a bit weird um the guys think it's like an escape pod uh maybe so they try and uh get in um, but they can't. They try a couple of things, like one of the big laser cutter things and stuff. Uh, the android says he can feel that it's alive. Ooh. Um, then they see some feet, and they're like, Oh, God, someone was on board when we dragged it in. And then they start making excuses for their unethical behaviour uh, and what they're going to say if they get caught for having done this. It's like, oh, my God, these people are dodgy. This is the dodgiest company in the world. It's like, oh, we'll say we did this. Uh, it's like, oh, these are, this is like that. As far as character notes go, you go, yeah, they're not ethical behavior <laughs> operators. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, the then the doctor's saying hi to them, like clearly no longer feet. Uh, he's, and he's like, and he notices they all have the same name. Uh, and then he's like, Ugh, that was a magna grab, and that's illegal in most places. And uh, so obviously, we know why they were they were all freaking out because they have been doing unethical things. Um, so he says he can't find Clara, and the android says, "Look, if she's still in there, she'll be dead." 
and then the doctor says that uh, behind those doors is the salvage of a lifetime. So he's obviously twigged that they're salvages because of the Magno Grab. I love that futuristic name, Magno Grab. <laughs> Um, inside the TARDIS, of course, the cloister bell is ringing because it rings about every six minutes these days. Uh, <laughs> Clara wakes up. Uh, she's under some mess, a uh, polystyrene mess. She doesn't seem to have much trouble pushing it off herself. Uh, and she's been burned by the thing that she grabbed, uh, which is the Magna Grab remote because the doctor's holding it outside. He's like, yeah, I've got this remote. Um so she's uh, rubbing her hand where it's been burned. Um, so that was like a thing that when the TARDIS was all blowing up, like this thing flew into the control room and she picked it up. And now the doctor's got it outside. It's a Magna Grab remote. Uh, anyway, uh, she is wandering around the corridors um, and she comes to a red flashing light. And she's like, look, should I run? And not open the door or until she opens the door and then fire's coming towards her. So she has to run. Uh, this is this is Clara's character towards danger all the time. Um, so she finds another corridor and there are scrapes along the wall that look like scratches from nails. Because she puts her hand up and sees that it's the same size. Um now the guys are suiting up to go in the TARDIS, uh, and the doctor's like why does the android need a respirator and a suit? And they're like, oh, the atmosphere is toxic and he's got a skin shell like us. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, uh, and so even the doctor has to put on a mask to go in. Uh, so they go into the toxic TARDIS uh, and the doctor flushes the bad air out. And he's like, oh, we can take our masks off now because, um, look, it's not very good for acting. Uh, <laughs> and, and given that we're living in mask times at the moment it is uh it is a concern um those actors on neighbors and home and away are, are probably you probably won't notice if they wear a mask but other people um anyway <laughs> no i shouldn't be mean there's some really great actors on those shows because what else is there to do in this country uh so uh the doctor says the tardis is infinite um, they go, like, it's not just bigger on the inside. Like, it's infinitely bigger on the inside. Uh, and he says, wherever Clara is, it's still toxic. So, that's a bit of a worry. Um, so, the doctor has decided he needs to find Clara, and he activates the self-destruct. He's got, we've got to find her in one hour, otherwise we're all going to blow up. Um, and they're like, what? Uh, and so, they try to leave, and he goes, all right, uh, let's make it. Half an hour, and they're like, what? Are, what are you? What are you doing? Um, <laughs> and then uh, he goes, they like, let's just go. And he goes, if you try to leave, I'll make it fifteen. And so they're like, all right, all right, all right. And he goes, when I said the salvage of a lifetime, what I meant was Clara. She's the salvage of a lifetime. <gasps> oh my god, the TARDIS is gonna blow up, and we've got to the end of this episode, and I'm gonna blow up. <laughs> 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.